Unsyndicated presents. With Sean Belegian. Hey, good evening. So glad you can join us along with my pal Blake. Hit the bell right now, Blake. Blake, of course, from the Mitch album show. And Sports Wrap on 760 WJR. My name is Sean Belegian. Of course, Todd is with us. Glad you could join us on a Wednesday night. I want to get this out of the way because uh, we would be absolutely heartless and remiss if we didn't mention this. But thoughts and prayers and a just a serious head shake at how sucky society is today over the terrible tragedy today in Kansas City. and. Um, Blake, I was trying to personalize it for me. I couldn't think of any scenario that would cause me to go to like a championship parade. And I've been to plenty only because I've had to broadcast uh, from them before. But like just me and the boys like, hey, Blake, what are you doing today? Do you want to go to fill in the blank parade or anything like that? What breaks my heart when something like this happens, though, is when you hear about the kids being involved. Because as a father, especially when my kids were younger, that is something that I would have taken my kids to. And yeah. Blake, what else can I say? I, I, it's you're, you're just, you're exhausted by it. You hear these stories and you're exhausted by it. I don't have an answer. I'm not going to pretend to have an answer. I, I, to be honest with you, it, it's, it's one of those things that you, you just feel sick in your stomach when you hear things like this. And we, we wanted to mention that like everything else, but, um, you I know, mean, me, we're what we're a year and a couple of days from a year uh, and a day at Michigan state. Yeah. A year and a day. It was and, a year ago yesterday, uh, that, that, that shooting happened. You're, you're just, you can never say you're numb to it, right? You can't, you, you can't be numb to it. I'm just, um, I'm beaten down by it. Yeah, I am. I'm, be I'm, I'm beaten down by it. And and that's a me problem um, because it's a society problem. I don't, unfortunately, I don't. Unfortunately, this is something like new because it's it's a different type of event and that kind of stuff. So that that changes it, obviously, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, thank God we haven't had any of these types of tragedies at sporting events like that. And I mean, obviously this was at a celebration for a sporting event, but still, I mean, it's just, it's horrible. It's disgusting. And you know, now all the talking heads are going to talk about all the changes that they're not going to make. So it's, it's, it's just gross. The, the whole thing's gross and, and you, you just, you hear it and it breaks your heart, but we wanted to have fun tonight. We, we yeah. wanted to talk about the reasons. And I think we all need it. Quite frankly, we weren't planning to do this. As a matter of fact, I told Blake about it just, Literally five minutes ago, typical Belegian, right, Blake? But I had a feeling that you might be able to, uh, you, you might be able to change on the fly, and, and this is where we're going to ask all you guys as well. Okay, any anybody who's involved in the chat, 
Uh, we have the, what is it, StreamYard chat up right now, whether it be Facebook. And if you're watching on Twitter, sorry, I can't look at the comments live or anything, but the people following us on, on Facebook Live. And as you watch this later, as, as I know people are apt to do, because the data is coming in and it's amazing how many people, you know, watch later. And we thank each and every one of you for doing it. Mm -hmm. Reasons why we love sports. It might be a particular event. It might be a particular venue. It might be a particular memory. It might be whatever, whatever you want to choose. And Blake, you and I, I think we could go rapid fire for the next 15 minutes. And I have a feeling that you and I, 10 of those minutes might be based in college football because one of the big <laughs> reasons why I like Blake is, is because Blake is a big college football fan. I don't know if I'd like Blake if Blake wasn't such a big college football fan. I'm not sure. We have other, I, I don't we know. have other things that we agree on. Yeah, but that was to me that was the clincher. No, yeah. that, you like to come over and eat my food too. So that yes. that's a that's a that's a bonus as well. No, but the college football thing definitely it was like uh it was when we had that together it was like mm -hmm. oh this is gonna work. I am may I start I have said this for many many years and, and I think anybody that knows me knows Listen, hockey is my favorite sport, period. It is. It, it, mm -hmm. it always has been. It always will be. But I think arguably the coolest thing in sports for me, Blake, for me, is being on campus on a Saturday morning. I, 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 can't, I can't explain it. I, I don't care what campus it is. I really don't. I, I've been fortunate to be... At Michigan State on Saturday mornings, I've been fortunate to be at Michigan on Saturday mornings, Notre Dame on Saturday mornings, all across the Mid-American Conference when I, when I was doing broadcasts for Toledo, all across the GLIAC as, as I, I still do broadcasts for Wayne State. I, I don't know how to explain it, okay? There's just something cool being on campus on a Saturday morning. I, I've never been able to. Yeah finger on it and i'm not exactly tailgate guy i know that's something you and i talked about in uh the fall when we were um working together you know before i got fired um i'm not tailgate guy and no. what i mean by that is i'll come i'll you, you have a plate of sausages i'll eat three of them oh there's some brisket over there i'll eat a plate but i'm the type of guy blake when i go to a game okay i don't i don't want to have 17 drinks and five jello shots. You know what I mean? I want no. to my wits about me. I want to go into the game. I want to remember the game. I, I want to have, you know, everything that way. Maybe I'll have a beer. Okay, maybe I'll have two. But because of that, I'm not tailgate guy. I like to walk around and just, for lack of a better term, just take it all in. Yeah, people watch a little bit. Yeah. Take in the scene. Because there's, there's nothing else in American sports, like a college football Saturday, you can't recreate that in anything. No, nope. it's just, it's something special. And that's why it's part of the reason why the sport is what it is. So you get where I'm going with this. And to everybody watching, if you want to participate, fire in reasons why you love sports. It is Valentine's day. Yeah. After all. we're in a very lovey mood. Love is in the air. And we're, we're going to confess you know, different crushes that we have later on too. I, I know who your crush is and you know who my <laughs> crush is. Maybe we could confess a couple more. All right, your turn, Blake. Rapid fire. What do you love about sports? Um, 
my the first thing that came to mind is the Rose Bowl. So we're right back to college football. But just that scene in Pasadena and the time how they timed the game to the sunset and that backdrop and everything about it. It's just there's there's nothing like it in sports. It's absolutely beautiful. And you and obviously like this year, Michigan playing in it added a whole nother level to it for me. But as we've talked about before, like for me, that game has always been special and it will always be special. The Rose Bowl is the granddaddy of them all. It is. And there's nothing else like it. It's absolutely. absolutely beautiful. Having a chance to go out there, you know, and I, I know many of you probably heard the story um, when the Spartans did what, whether people want to admit it or not, not a lot of Spartan fans thought they would do and knocked off Ohio State in that 2013 Big Ten championship game. I, I announced to my family 10 seconds before the game is over, look, we usually have a New Year's Eve party. I'm not having a New Year's Eve party this year. I, I'm going to the Rose Bowl. There is no way I am missing that. There's no possible way that I'm missing that. And, you know, the cool thing about it is my family couldn't have been more supportive. The next day, there were a couple plane tickets sitting on the desk before I went to Fox 2, which was awesome. You know, and it was one of those things where I sat back and and it, there was just no way I was going to miss that. That was a, a promise that I made to myself when I was a little kid. And uh, uh, Blake, I know I've told you this. I tell anybody else, if you have a chance to go, it is one of the most unique experiences. You're, you're just, you're walking down a street in a neighborhood. Mm -hmm. I'm not making this up. And then all of a sudden there's the Rose Bowl. I'm, yeah. I'm not like you're literally, it's like you're walking down the street in your neighborhood, but at the end of the block, it's not like you turn on the road to turn out to whatever, you know, road you live by. It's like the end of the block. Oh, Hey, cool. There's the Rose Bowl. It's such a it's such a cool, yeah. unique event. It's unbelievable. Uh, L Town in the house, uh, my, an old buddy of mine, Mike Kujawa. Very sad prayers for the family, Sean. No doubt about that. Our buddy Todd said, "I like being on campus on Saturday, but don't like being in the stands. Too many woo girls and guys in the stands with zero knowledge." Um, I've learned to turn that off, but Todd, to your point, that's the number one reason why I don't like going to sports bars to watch a game. I just, mm -hmm. it's not, I know Blake, you, you feel the same way. I, you're just not, you're not going to catch me in a sports bar watching a game. It's just not, mm -hmm. not going to nope. happen. Um, all right. So I guess I'm next. Uh, Tammy's Tammy's on there. Hi, Tammy. Good evening. Uh, Tammy, I know what a big hockey fan you are. I had a rediscovery on Saturday night, Blake. I'm not joking. I had a rediscovery. Hockey Night in Canada today is not the Hockey Night in Canada that we all grew up with. And, mm -hmm. and I think a, a big part of it is because of Don Cherry. No doubt. I'm not going to back down from that. But the simplicity of sitting at home on a Saturday night watching back-to-back -back games on CBC and seeing, by the way, Leo Rassico, seeing those commercials, the simplicity of sitting by yourself on a Saturday night watching two hockey games, can't put a price tag in it. it, it like, honestly, I, I told everybody I know, I was like, 
I forgot what that was like because, you know, life is so busy. You have this person coming in and that person. in. I had nothing going on Saturday. Everyone in my family was out of town. And I was like, I can't tell you the last time I sat down at like 650 on a Saturday night yeah. and said, not only am I going to watch the seven o'clock game, but I'm going to sit here and watch the 1030 game to, to sit there through that whole thing. And I got to be honest with you. I turned the channel during the intermissions, which you never used to do on CBC. Yeah. But my gosh, hockey night in Canada. Uh, one, another one of the reasons why sports are, are so great. And I love sports. I, I actually, I don't know if we've talked about this. I grew up watching hockey night in Canada. Because we had, like, there was a, a stretch of time where, especially, like, l- late spring, early summer, my mom would just, like, cut the cable for the summer. And so, but we would still get CBC. So, I would I would watch hockey. And that was the only way I could watch hockey. So, I... I'm 100% with you. I grew up on Hockey Night in Canada. It was Hockey Night in Canada, and to segue into my summers, so I'm a Cubs fan. We've talked about this before. Yes, yes. And there's something like there's something very, very special to me about Wrigley. I've gone twice, and I can't wait to go again. Wrigleyville, the whole experience. I think it's again, it's a very, very special and hard to recreate place in sports. I absolutely love it. Um, I've sat first baseline. I've sat in the bleachers. I will pick the bleachers every time. The bleacher, like, it's incredible. I absolutely love Wrigley. But to go back to what you were saying, so in the summers, I didn't have cable again. So WGN, I got that at home, though. So I could watch Cubs games, and that's how I became a Cubs fan, literally. It was just I had no other options. My mom cut the cable because she wanted me to go outside and play. Well, I picked up Cubs games. So but Wrigley is, is very, very special to me. I love that place. Love it. Some of the comments, uh, let me let me scroll up. I know Tammy said uh, Hockey Night in Canada is terrible without grapes. I, I don't watch the intermissions anymore. I, 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 I just don't. I, I don't. It's not something that interests me in any way, shape, or form anymore. Um, sorry, I, you know, I it used to be something that I I loved. Uh, Darren said agreed about Cherry. Uh, Tammy said I still watch CBC. If I can't watch a game in my seat at LCA, then I want to be at home uh, watching the games on my couch. Uh, Ernie said Ernie or Todd said Ernie Harwell on the night broadcast driving home from work, the beach days at the pool. If that was a different era because, like, Blake, like, honestly, that's what we did when we were kids. Like, in the summertime, you would be playing, I don't know, baseball down at Coolidge Elementary. You'd be playing, you know, wiffle ball in your buddy's backyard, and somebody had a transistor radio, and and honestly, it was the soundtrack of summer. Inevitably, Ernie Harwell was was on the radio, you know, and, and everybody was listening to the Tigers, whether – it was a good year, whether it was a bad year. And, and that's an era that's gone by. But what Todd's saying, there's validity to it. I mean, I, I think everybody in here of a certain age would agree. That's just what we did. Like Sunday afternoon, you know, you you get home from church and you're, you're chilling out, hanging out with your friends in the neighborhood. Somebody had the radio on and you had the Tiger game on. That's That was just the way it was in the summertime, you know? Yeah. 
I mean, I that that was obviously a little before my time, but yeah, hundred percent. I like I can still remember vividly the summer night when everything happened with Porcello. Like I remember it like it was yesterday. Like I remember being at my friend's house and someone got an alert on their phone of what was going on. And I remember vividly watching that moment live. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's amazing. Uh, Tammy, I hate the bar scene. I dislike the viewing parties that the wings have. I can't do it. I I just, no, no offense. I just, especially that I've gotten older. I used to like host so many quote unquote bar nights and everything, you know, back in the day, it was a different era back then. I just want to sit at home. Gordy, Mm -hmm. my buddy, Gordy, speaking at L-Town said, AJ Gus Gervais selling fur coats. Gordy, we actually had um, a discussion last Saturday. I posted a picture of Leo Rassico on Twitter, and we just started going back and forth, naming all the old school CBC commercials. You know, whether it be for uh, Don Cherry's Grapevine, whether it be uh, for... Uh, National Sports Center. Remember the National Sports Center commercials, Tunnel Barbecue, Stony Point Tavern. I, it was it was hysterical, like to the point where like all these Windsorites were going, oh my gosh, you could totally tell that you guys watch Hockey Night in Canada. I go, it's all I did. My friends would make fun of me. You know, it's a, a Gordy, a, a mutual friend, uh, Tony Z. We'll call him Tony Z. He and I caught up a couple days ago and that's what he brought. We were talking. He goes, Dude, I still remember it'd be like Saturday night. And it, believe you, what are you doing tonight? What are you talking about? It's Saturday night. I'm staying in. It's Hockey Night in Canada. And, and Blake, that's what I did. Like that, that's just you stayed in. Yeah. Well, that's what losers like me did. Uh Casey had a comment earlier. I wanted to get to Casey's comment uh as, as we're talking about our love affair with sports. Uh, that's what we're doing today with, uh, with Valentine's day. Uh, what I love about sports is because it brings everyone together, fathers and sons, sons and daughters. I took my son to his first NFL game, January 8th, 2023 at Lambeau, uh, when the lions beat Aaron Rodgers and the green Bay Packers on Sunday night football. How can you put a price tag on that? You can't. So here's the funny thing. I, I often think back and I think many of you guys know this, um, the the Maglio Ordonez home run in Game Four of the ALCS. Um, my son and I were right there. Like my phone started blowing up immediately because people saw me when the home run got hit and everything. An incredible memory, right? Like one you'll never forget. Well, here's the problem with that moment, Blake. My son doesn't remember it. He had just oh, turned. No. Seven. He had just turned seven, and he's like. Dad, I remember like all the people, and I remember like you literally put me on top of, uh, on top of your shoulders, and I go, yeah, it was you know the spontaneous party that broke out on Moncalm down there. It was just like Jack, don't stand next to me, hold my hand, just get up on my shoulders, and we'll make our way to the. But he yeah. he doesn't he doesn't remember the Homer, he doesn't remember the game and all that stuff, but. We have the pictures of it and everything, so that's that's uh, totally totally. That is the best part about like modern sports. Like you can pull that up on YouTube right now and relive it forever. Yep, yep, absolutely. Uh, Jason said, listening to Ernie Harwell on the radio was a huge part of my childhood while playing pickup games at the Diamond by my house. And I know this, Jason's like way up in Escanaba, right? Uh, the, the Eskimo country. That's just what 
our generation did. Like, honestly, we got into this phase for a few summers in a row, Blake, where we would just have wiffle ball like all day. And, you know, we'd come up, we'd perfect our trick pitch and everything. And I can remember sitting in my buddy Joe Gooley's backyard and we'd have the radio on in his garage and trying to hit it over. We called it the red monster. Um, his, his big garage, like the back end of his garage had this big, you know, uh, wall on it. And we called it the red monster, you know, like the green monster in Boston. And yeah, soundtrack of our youth, man. It really was. Uh, Tony said was a huge Walter Payton fan and a bears fan during the eighties. Uh, you feel shame. I've confessed this many times, Tony, you've probably heard. I hated the bears more. I can't, and to this day, I hate the Bears. Yeah, I was going to say, you put that in past tense. It's not I, in past I, tense. I hate the Bears. I And you know what it was, though? Like, I, as I've gotten older, I realized that it was pure jealousy. The Bears were doing things in the 80s that I wish my team could have done. They had a swagger. They had an attitude. They had sweetness. Um, and that's all it was. I mean, they, they ran the division. They I'm still surprised they only won one Super Bowl. Uh, but I, my gosh, I hated the bears. Oh, I hated the bears. I hated the bears with everything inside of me. Um, uh, so that we're having some fun, Blake, another reason you love sports. It's so hard not for, for me not to just go back to college football, but I'm going to do it anyways. All right. There's there's watching college game day on a fall Saturday. And and I know it's not the show it used to be, and I know Lee Corso obviously has had some health issues and everything, but there's still just it goes back to what you were talking about with the tailgating, that atmosphere, and seeing those crowds, and I I think Herb Street is incredible at what he does, even though he's a Buckeye. I I absolutely still love that show. It might not teach me a damn thing but there's just something about it. I have to have it on. I agree. Every single Saturday morning in the fall. For all the things that ESPN now does wrong, okay? And I'm not joking. I can't watch any of their, pardon my interruption, yelling, Stephen A. Smith crap. Like, I can't watch any of it. Like, I I Hmm. really do feel like an old guy because I can't, like, I can't stomach 10 seconds of that crap. For everything that they do wrong, I, I'm sorry. I'm with you. I think game day is still so right. I mm-hmm. think it's just, it's so damn right. Uh, Casey, I was at the ALCS with my dad in 06. He passed in 2017. Uh, that was uh, my best father-son moment, game four, that is. Uh, what an incredible week that was to hammer the Yankees in game four, one Saturday in October, and then have, the sweep of the A's the next Saturday in October. What a magical, magical time uh, that was. Uh, Darren said, I was at college game day when it was at Western, and it was incredible. That's one thing. I, I don't think I've been on campus when game day has been at a game. I probably have been, but I never made my way over. As Hank Stram would say, I never matriculated my way over to like where game day was. And, at one point in time, I, I did do some radio with Kirk Herbstreet back in the day, but um, I yeah, didn't know that. I true story. Yeah, they they had something called um, when he was working down in Columbus. It was called the the Buckeye Road 
caravan or something like that. Yuck. And they came to Toledo and I was a guest on the show and, and it was really cool because Herb Street said, um, dude, you, you know, your crap if you want to do some stuff with us. And so, yeah, I did some stuff with them. Uh, awesome. you know, at the time I was calling Toledo games and I was, uh, uh, co-hosting the Gary Pinkle show, uh, yeah. for the Toledo for the Toledo Rockets and everything. So he came down there and did his show from a sports bar, uh, called Arnie's down in Toledo. Couldn't have been a nicer guy. I'm still, I haven't talked to him in years, but I couldn't have been a nicer guy. Re- really just a, a good dude. You got to remember Blake at the time he was only, gosh, I think that was 98. So, I mean, he's only six years after his career. Yeah. You know, so it, I mean, that, that's incredible. But, uh, Adam said the Super Bowl shuffle. Okay. I kind of like that. I, I never, I never admitted it back then, but Blake, you've seen the Super Bowl shuffle, right? The Bears. I have no clue what you're talking okay, about. Okay. You have to look up the Super Bowl shuffle. Okay. They made in 1985. Boy, do I sound like an old man. Back in 1985. There were these things called music videos. They uh, they made this music video basically calling their shot before the season. Oh, okay. I have seen this. We're not here to start no trouble. We're just here to do the Super Bowl shuffle. Yeah. And then it was so weird because like almost every other team in the league felt like they had to make their own video as well. And they nothing was going to compare to that. Nothing was going to compare to that. And of course, it was the Bears kind of calling their shot, and and the Bears, of course, end up uh, winning the Super Bowl. So, uh, Tony said, "What hat are you wearing tonight, Sean?" Did that show shout up out, there? Shout out Wayne State. Yeah, I love, love, love going to Tom Adams Field. Uh, I miss the noon games there, Blake. I do. I miss the noon games there. But getting in Midtown Detroit, it's such a unique experience. Getting in there um, early in the day, and and it's a great place to see college football. And, of course, I'm incredibly biased because I've been fortunate to do their games for the last 15 years. Um, but it is – it's one of the more underrated places to see a college football game. As far as I'm concerned, I have a feeling that you'll agree with that. Yeah. I, uh, I think I've been to one game there because, uh, you know how I, I enjoy my Saturdays, but yes, I, I love Midtown. I think Midtown is supremely underrated. I mean, obviously as a former warrior myself, a proud alum, uh, I don't know who N Hendy is, but I love what their message is. Blake, <laughs> hockey is life. Can I tell this story? N Hendy, I love you for saying that. I do. We now guess what? With it being Valentine's Day, my new crush is on you for saying that. So this is one of my absolute best friends, Nick Hendy, What's and when, Nick's invited to the barbecue now. There, how's that? Yeah, no, you would right. love Nick. Okay, good. Nick, Nick's the best, salt of the earth guy. Uh, so in 2014, I want to say 2013, 2014, I've known Nick for over 10 years. We worked together at a played against sports back in my hometown. He's the best. Nick played high school hockey, the whole nine. He tweeted out one night at like 1130 at night. He said, I hate when 
people say hockey is such a simple game. No mf -er, It's life. And it's it, it, like it was just the most random tweet. And I, I, I've never loved something more in my whole life. I make, I plan to make a blanket out of that. Tweet. Nick and I are going to be real good friends. Yeah, Nick doesn't know that Nick. yet. Nick, Nick doesn't know that yet. But I, I have a feeling that Nick and I are are going to be real good friends. Yes. Um, there's something uh, last year, late in the wing season, I took my daughter down there for a Saturday matinee games. I miss Saturday and Sunday matinee games in, in the national hockey league. I, I miss it. I think they're, I wish they do more of them. I know there are a few during the, the season, but Saturday and Sunday matinee games, like taking my daughter down there, I think it was against Columbus last year. If, if memory serves me correct, taking my daughter down there for like a Saturday afternoon and, you know, then, then riding down Woodward and, and all right, let's take the long way to get back home and everything. How, you can't put a price tag on stuff like that. You just, you, you really can't, you can't, you can't put a price tag on that. Uh, you know what, Blake, I, I told you this before. I, I don't get, I think one day when my career is over, I'll, I'll sit back and kind of look at everything and go, wow, that was pretty cool. I, I don't get caught up in that too much. The one thing that, that I, I have an exception for, and I told you, well, there are two things like calling a game in the National Hockey League. You'll never take that away from me. Um, watching the Heisman vote to this day, I feel like the same eight-year-old kid who would be sitting in the front room on a blanket uh, with with my dad watching the Heisman presentation. And, and it doesn't matter whether I have a vote or not. Uh, it's one of the coolest things in the world that I do. But Blake, honest to goodness, every year that's something I don't miss. Watching the Heisman presentation, because I, I don't think there is a better individual award in all of sports. Mm -hmm. um, that That's something, I, I swear to God, I'm an eight-year-old kid. Every December night that happens. It's it, like that whole day, like Army-Navy leading right into that night. It's just, it's, it, yes. I, I I know I've told you this before, but I've watched Joe Burrow's Heisman speech more times than I would care to admit and have may or may not have shed tears watching it multiple times. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> All right. Nick's in for the barbecue. All right. So yes. tentatively right now, what, what are we talking about? We're talking about when the tournament starts, you know, maybe, maybe that first day or the second day of the tournament, maybe we could figure something out that day. Yeah. Some March kind of, action. Every, everybody can call in sick. Well, those of you who are actually employed. Yeah, that's going to be tough for me. Well, I don't know, Jim. <laughs> are you going to confess your love for Romo that really it's no. just, you love Romo? So no, when we were talking I about saw that picture. Street, I saw the picture. Don't do it, Todd. Um, when we were talking about Herb Street, though, all I was thinking about is that's how broadcasters are supposed to be brought up. Yeah. Like he actually took the time, like learned his craft instead of Romo, who just got thrown into the A team and just stinks. No, I hear you. I, uh, mediocre gamer, no matter how the Tigers will do this season, baseball will always be my first love with sports. Uh, I have admitted this. More times you could shake a stick at. Let me admit it one more time. I was not the biggest baseball fan growing up. It was just kind of there. And for whatever reason, I still don't know how and why it happened. My son absolutely fell in love with baseball. 
and I have more of an appreciation for the game than you can imagine now. I mean, all those years we got tickets, I think in 04, we went down so much in like 03. No, it was 05. We went down so much in 03 and 04. I literally said, well, why don't, why don't I just get season tickets? And, you know, we would go 30 some odd times a game every year, like every year. That's just yeah. what we did. And, um, to be able to share that with my son, good and bad, uh, was awesome. You know, at, down there for so many incredible memories, but there's nothing like seeing a ball game um, with your boys. There, there really no. isn't. There's a because in football we all we all just were focused. In hockey, I don't say a word. I mean, nothing comes out of my mouth. You're going to have to trust me when I say that. I don't like going to games with people because like, I just get lost in the game and everything. But baseball is more relaxing. And, and shortly before my, my father passed away, uh, to be able to go down there and, and, and uh, take him to a game. And uh, my old man, God rest his soul, was like so uh, – he was so sick. But like he, he said to me, you know, we had pretty good seats and everything. He was like, are these your seats? I was like, yeah, Dad, these are our seats. And he's like, like, really? Like you guys come sit in these seats all the time. And I was like, dad, I wish I'd have taken you earlier, but you know, he had kind of been sick for a while. And, you know, we kind of knew that my, my dad was, you know, going downhill and I think he kind of knew it at the time, but to be able to go and, and see a game with him like that, that's, that's just a wonderful memory I have with my father that, you know, um, you can't put a price tag on, you know, you, yeah. you just can't put a price tag on it. hundred percent. Uh, Jason said, first time walking into the Joe in the big house made me stop and catch my breath. Uh, also got to go to old make beliefs garden to see them play the Messier Canucks. That was crazy surreal, but they gave out free beer during the second intermission. If you handed in a coupon from the program, nobody ever took the coupon. So I don't really remember the third period. Next thing I remember, I was at the bar across the street. Yeah, that was an interesting place. Maple Leaf garden. It was just it, an interesting place in an interesting spot of town. Uh, no doubt about that. Um, all right, listen, Blake. Now here's, here's where you're going to confess to everybody how you love Tony Romo. And we're just going to get it off the chest and it's okay. There's been a lot of <laughs> Todd, get can you put off. that picture up again? Look at no, <laughs> get it off the screen. Look at his dumb face. That's such a dumb punchable face. <laughs> it is. It's a dumb punchable face. This is the worst. All right, Blake. Uh, we, we love our guys, right? We, we, we love guys in this town with the exception of maybe Javi Baez. Uh, but we, we love guys in this town, but one of the things that we talked about, we were wanted to get, we wanted to get into, um, is guys from another team that you have a crush on Jason. Gosh, damn it. You stole my thunder on one, but I'm going to let you keep it. So Blake, I'm going to let you go first. I know who you're going to say, because like, the Blake giggle, I think, originated talking about this guy, actually. <laughs> and there it is right there. Uh, but go right ahead. It's Joe Burrow. It's Joe Burrow. It's always been Joe Burrow. <laughs> <laughs> I love Joe Burrow. I have such a big crush on Joe Burrow. And it all starts from 2019 LSU, that team that I think about way too often that NFL team that was playing college football, Joe Burrow is, he's, he's the best. He's I've, I've said this to you before. 
that was probably the second best college football team I've ever seen. I I still say the 95 Nebraska Cornhuskers. And if you don't believe me, and I know you took me up on this, go look at their cumulative score, what they did mm-hmm. to people. They just destroyed people all year. They were yes. they were an absolute machine. But that that LSU team was a wagon. They were absolutely wagon. unreal. Um I love now, Jason, I'm gonna let you keep him as your boyfriend. Uh, I love watching Connor McDavid play. I, I do. I love watching Connor McDavid play. And last night is a perfect example because you you're watching the game and obviously has an impact, but you're like, he's got six points. Seriously? He's got six points right now. And having seen him like legitimately in his first game in the OHL as an underager, you know, he got the, the special exemption came into the league when he was 15 years old. Blake, I'm not joking. I looked at my broadcast partner and we were just like, okay, this kid's going to be good. He's 15. You know, he's playing yeah. with a bunch of 19, 20 year olds and he's lighting it up. Absolutely lighting it up. But I'm going to tell you what, and I know this won't surprise anybody. I am developing a real strong, almost unhealthy love affair for Nick Suzuki of the Montreal Canadiens. I just love watching the kid play. I And that doesn't count because everybody knows that I'm a Habs fan, but I like that kid's always been a favorite of mine, but he's gone like this recently. And it has just been, it has been a joy. So I'll go NFL. You, I love Josh Allen. I just, I love Josh Allen. I love his goofy face. I love the dumb things he does. It, you know what it reminds me of, Blake? It reminds me of me. Because I do dumb things. I have I have dumb things to say. I do a lot of dumb things. You know from working with me. So I... I <laughs> no, you're supposed to argue and go, no, Belegion, no. Can't argue there, that point. There's nothing dumb about you. So because of that, like, no, I... I I love watching Josh Allen. I do. I, I don't yeah. know what it. I find myself laughing when I watch Josh Allen just do Josh Allen things, you know? Yeah. No, I I agree 100%. If I didn't have Joe Burrow, he'd, he'd be there for me as well. I hey, agree. listen, uh, we want to get to some of your submissions in just a moment. Uh, if I may, can I talk to you about our friends from the Wealth Advantage Group? Of course, there they are. Look at those handsome fellas. Mike Cusack the dude on the left, Jeff Huzak, the dude on the right, who they're going to come on and talk college football uh, with us one day, are ready to take charge of your financial future with you. You have to take the initiative, though. Reach out to my friends at the Wealth Advantage Group. They are located in a historic downtown Northville, owned by two brothers and friends of mine with over 20 years of an industry experience. They understand that your financial goals are as unique as you are. That's why they offer personalized expert guidance to help you navigate the complexities of financial planning. Now, whether you're saving for retirement, getting ready to sell your company, or already in retirement, they can help guide you through every step of your financial journey journey. They work with clients throughout all stages of life and have clients in over 20 states. The investment world is complex, so if you're ready to start taking your finances more seriously, it might be time to work with the experts. Reach out to Wealth Advantage Group at 248-773-8574 or visit their website at www.thewealthadv.com. 
Um, you know, this is interesting. Um, Brad Marchand, Tammy said that. Marchand gets players off their games. Not a fan when he does dumb stuff, but Brad gets the job done. Can I say this, Tammy? I think I appreciate this about you because you can separate the rat from his effectiveness. And, and what I mean by that is this. I absolutely love Brady Kachuk. I love Brady Kachuk. I love Brad Marchand, okay? And you know why I love those guys? Because they bother the sin out of all of you. Let me go to war with a guy like that. You, you think if Brad Marchand played here or Brady Kachuk, who might be public enemy number one in this town right now, could you imagine him as a Red Wing? People would absolutely adore him. I love, love, love Brady Kachuk. Absolutely love him. And uh, I was fortunate enough, same thing. I got a chance to do his first game when he was at the USNTDP. And I think I told you this, Blake, but for the benefit of people that aren't out there, he literally beat the snot over an, uh, uh, against an overager. He's 16. This kid's 20. They drop mitts. Brady literally beat the snot out of the, that guy. I will go to war with either one of those Kachuk brothers any single day of the week. Any day. Uh, I can't hear you. I can't. I might want to unmute. Yeah, that's okay. I muted myself during your read to be respectful Aww. and then just started talking. But yeah, I agree. Uh, Tage Thompson. Uh, I, another guy, I got a chance to see him back in the day. I was at uh, a couple, uh, uh, camps and, and saw him, uh, star Tammy said, uh, Chelios from Chicago. Um, I'm going to have a chat with Chris, by the way, on what the puck, but I told everybody when I was doing a little show called ice time back in the day, I told everybody that would listen. Okay. It might not be the first year. It might not be the second year, but eventually you're going to love Chris Chelios when he plays for your team. As I saw him and named my first dog after him, I think people know that. Uh, it, you go to war with a guy like Chelly. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about that. So, uh, anybody else you want to admit that you have a love affair for uh, Blake out of town? Not off the top of my head. I'm I I just go back to like old college football players, like time and time again. It's like Pat White, like that whole era. Ray Rice before he was not a good person at Rutgers. Oh, I like it's just guys like that. And uh, there was one name that came to mind, but I don't know if I'm ready to admit it publicly. So no. can I just tell you? Now you have to. It's Valentine's Day. It's it's all about like letting your heart show, Blake. Uh, there's a certain quarterback in Minnesota that I've really grown to like and respect. Are you serious? I I watched that quarterback like show that? on Netflix. You like that? And I'm like, this guy, he like, how do I not like him? He's a, such a likable, like wholesome dude. Yeah. And I'm like, I have nothing but respect for him. But I hated him when he was wearing green. Oh, of course. Uh Pat Verbeek, when he played for the Devils, uh, one day the little ball ball of hate will be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, is he tough? Yeah, it's uh Good guy too. He's tough job out there in Anaheim. Boy, oh boy, that's uh. I watched that game last night, Blake. Ah, ugly, ugly watch. It's so funny how sometimes you mention college football. Sometimes you just I I don't know. You're watching a random game and you just 
fall in love with like um, a player. And then all of a sudden you just start watching them that year. And then like when that player's gone, like, I I don't know. I'll just speak for me. Like, I don't care. I think I told you this before. This, this is probably a little bit before your time. In fact, I know it was, but uh, Stefan LaFours and the Louisville Cardinals uh, were like this cardiac team back in 2004. And I watched them early in the year and I made a point to watch them the rest of the year. And, And like, I just, fell in love with them. And it was weird. It was like, and, and Stefan LaForce, I, I think he went to Carolina for a little bit, but you knew he was never one of those guys that was going to be a pro or anything like that. And, and I just, I found myself just like, I fell in love with them, you know, fell in love with them. 100%. All right, listen, can I do a, a real quick read for our last friends? And then Blake, we got to get out of here. Uh, the guys from the legacy group, I talked to uh, Joe, last night and i mentioned this joe and alex and dave great guys do me a favor if you're looking for something in the insurance world do what thousands of metro detroiters have already done and call legacy partners to get help with your home and auto insurance our friends at Legacy Partners are one of Southeast Michigan's top independent insurance agents. They provide a full-service, one-stop solution for all of your insurance needs, personal, business, large, and small. Legacy has helped so many people by going in and fixing mistakes other agents have made, asking the right questions to get the right coverages to put in place to properly protect you and help you save some money at the same time. Chances are, if you haven't checked your policies in the last year, you're probably paying too much. You could be underinsured. That's why you give Legacy Partners a call. Give them a chance to help with your home, your cars, life insurance, Medicare enrollment, or business insurance needs. Call them today at 586-209-4106 at 586-209-4106 or visit LegacyPartnersINS.com to get started with your new quotes. Thank you so much to the guys from Legacy. Do me a favor, reach out to these guys, have a chat with them, support those that support us. It really helps us out and Lord knows it helps them out as well. Blake, it's always a pleasure to chat with you. Happy yes. Valentine's Day out there to everybody. Let's remember why we love sports. Seriously. I mean, what a can you imagine life without sports? I, I almost start weeping, Blake, thinking about it. I have it. to watch movies. I don't want that. We're gonna have to talk about that again. Blake has never seen any movie ever. Like yeah. it's not, it's not even, it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, listen, we'll be back tomorrow with what the puck we have another special on a Detroit Red Wing alumni game. Trust me when I say this the next few weeks, we have some big names lined up for what the puck as well. We're talking about a special game tomorrow night, but for Blake, for Todd, I'm Sean Belegian saying thanks for checking us out here on off the air. Off the air with Sean Belegian featuring Sean Belegian and Blake Matrizak. Produced by Todd Losey and Blake Matrizak. Executive produced by Sean Belegian and Todd Losey. Theme song, incidental music, and related sound effects are from Play It Loud by Jam Studio. Engineering, mixing, and graphic design support provided by the unsyndicated podcast team. Don't forget to like and subscribe to Off the Air with Sean Belegian on all your favorite channels. While you're there, be sure to rate and review the podcast. Got something to say to Sean? 
call the unsyndicated hotline at 248-237-3257.